Steven Speak Extra Speak. A little more of everything and nothing. Don't forget to subscribe. Hello, welcome to Steven Speak Extra Speak episode 15. That's an X and a V in Roman numerals. I uh, don't know why I did it in that voice. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about a film. It's a film that um, I absolutely love and adore. Uh, and I was talking to Sarah about this a couple of weeks ago and thought it might make a, a good little extra speak because um, I think she liked the way I was talking about it so passionately. So she said I should uh, share it with you guys. So um, the film in question is The Nutty Nutty Professor um, and it's not the Eddie Murphy version, which I find okay. I don't mind Eddie Murphy. I think he's quite funny. Some people, I think he's a bit Marmite, to be honest. Um my, I especially like his stand-up show. Raw is Raw is still brilliant. Uh, I think maybe not as politically correct as it once was, but you know, uh, genius in my view. Anyway, I digress. Uh, it's the 1963 original version, um, starring Jerry Lewis as the Nutty Professor, and this film is for me. I don't know. It's it. I just adore it. I adore it to the point that when I was 30, I tried to get the exact suit made for my 30th birthday. Um, and I was willing to spend a lot of money, but unfortunately I couldn't source it and lots of other things. And I just scrapped the idea in the end because it was, it was it was just a pain in the arse, basically. So, uh, But maybe if I go on my diet again and, and get trim like I did for my wedding, I'll, I'll, I'll try to... Uh, Start that project up, maybe, because um, his suit in the film is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's about a um, it's about a a um, scientist at, at a school, uh, like a high school or maybe college. Uh, Julius Kelp, I think he's called. Yes, Kelp. Yes, that's right. Julius, and uh, he's obviously a geek. He's a scientist, played by Jerry Lewis. And uh, for those of you who don't know Jerry Lewis, he's he's uh, he's a kind of actually a very good straight actor as well. Uh, musician, singer, um, comedian extraordinaire in my eyes. Uh, did some brilliant films uh, in his career. Um, for me, notably, you know, The Naughty Professor is is um, up there. But he also did like The King of Comedy, uh, which I think was in the eighties. But some of some of his early ones. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think. Was it The Bellboy? Trying to think. Um, I mean, he did like cameos as well. He was he was in he was in Batman. He he starred in the original Batman series, and uh, he, one called the Patsy. Uh, it's only money. The Errand Boy. I think that's what I'm thinking of. The Errand Boy. Uh, Cinderella. The Ladies Man. Oh no, the Bell Boy. Yeah, I know. I thought there was one called the Bell Boy. Yeah, there you go. I'm looking on uh, IMDb. Obviously, not a sponsor. Hashtag. <laughs> I don't know why I do that because I'm not sponsored by anyone. Uh, and the Geisha Boy as well, another brilliant film. Um, not seen these films for ages. It's really making me want to watch them. But anyway, The Naughty Professor, absolutely fantastic film. He plays Julius Kelp, um, and he basically fancies one of the students, which is a bit bizarre. Um, and he's not very good with women, and he's always doing stupid things in the in the school. And he's basically on the verge of being fired. And I think he just thinks, you know, screw it. And he comes up with it. He makes a potion, basically. And I think it's it's really just to like I think improve his confidence at first. But it takes it like to a whole new level, and uh, the scene where he actually uh, devises the potion and stuff—it's all really, really bright, vivid colours. And he he drinks the potion down. And I don't want to spoil the film for you, so maybe go and watch it before you listen to the rest of this. Uh, but he he obviously like 
drinks it and does the whole, you know, Jekyll and Hyde thing where he's choking and and um, he collapses on the floor and he and you see a hand come up and it's like scaly and furry and and as as a kid I was about seven years old maybe when I watched this film on probably like Saturday daytime and uh, I was quite scared like I was quite like transfixed because it was so bright and colorful but I I was like oh my god this is oh, this is a bit edgy for me you know I was I wasn't really into the horror films or anything like that especially as obviously a seven-year-old child um, but it stayed with me and, and I remember that scene super vividly um and you don't actually see he turns into a character called Buddy Love. It's like his alter ego, and it's Buddy is 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 confident to a fault, and and doesn't really give a shit, and he's just a womanizer basically, and um, probably all the opposites of 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 Kelp, but still uses kind of his brain. He's still clever. Um, yes, and and he uh, this that scene where he's tran- like transforming into Buddy Love. It's it's quite terrifying. I I feel it still gives me a bit of creeps actually watching it today. Um, but then it goes into like a first person view of a guy walking down the street, going into a shop and buying a suit and stuff. And that's obviously buddy love and everyone's staring at him. You think, you kind of think to yourself, oh my God, what's he turned into some sort of weird creature? And that's why everyone's staring at him. But it turns out it's not. It's because he's so suave and so confident that everyone's like, who the hell's this guy kind of thing. Um, but one of my favorite scenes in the whole film is when he goes to the nightclub because he goes to the, the swinging. Oh shit! Sorry, I've just hit the mic again. Uh, he goes to like this swinging night hotspot where all the all the students go, and apparently all the teachers as well. And uh, he he goes up to the barman. And he wants to order a drink, and he orders. I can't remember the drink he orders, but he says, "Do you know how to make this drink?" And the barman goes, "No," uh, or he suggests how to make it, and he goes, "No, no, listen here." And um, it's just the way he speaks to the barman, like the interplay between them two. And I don't know whether it's ad libbed because the the guy that plays the barman genuinely seems unsettled uh but it's just brilliant and then he sings that all black magic and does this rendition of all black magic and and oh it's just oh it's sublime just watch that film like even if you don't like necessarily like some older films i mean what's that film now it's like 60 years old nearly isn't it is that right is that that can't be right can it it must be wasn't it yeah it must be it's like 60 years old next year that's crazy um but for me, it's timeless, and I think it still holds up. Uh, obviously, it looks a bit dated, but I think the 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 kind of premise of it is 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 uh, is very very well relevant, and um, it's a hilarious. Uh, oh, one of the other bits as well. It's right at the beginning of the film after he blows up the science lab. Spoiler alert! Uh, and uh, Julius is he comes into the principal's office to kind of like explain himself, and he's like he's like blacked up because of obviously like soot and stuff like that. And he sits in like this leather chair, and he just sinks into it like it's butter. And then the the principal asks him like the date or the time, and he gets out this pocket watch, and it has the most ridiculous like booming orchestral like fanfare when he opens the watch. And that that like thinking of that now just creases me. It's it's just stupidity. But um, yeah, it I, just watch that film, please, please. Uh, it's for me. It's one of them films that uh, you, you you've got to see, and and Jerry Lewis uh, in general was a, was an amazing, uh, an amazing um, actor, and he actually said a quote which is one of my favourite quotes. Let me see if I can get it up quickly for you. Um, I'll, let's just see. 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 Um, it's about. Um, him breaking a contract and stuff like maybe basically like trust kind of thing 
Da, 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 da. Sorry about this. Just talk amongst yourself. Here we go. I've got it. Here you go. Where is it now? I've got it. It says here. Um, God, yes, I agree to accept cookies. Bloody hell. So this is one of his famous quotes. And for me, this is this is me to a T. I, I, I really, really, really love this quote. So it says, I have a loyalty that runs in my bloodstream. When I lock into something or so, someone or something, you can't get it away. Oh, sake. Let me start again. I have a loyalty that runs in my bloodstream. When I lock into someone or something, you can't get me away from it because I commit that thoroughly. That's in friendship. That's in a deal. That's a commitment. Don't give me a paper. I can get the same lawyer to draw, who drew it up to break it. But if you shake my hand, that's for life. And for me, that's like, that's the thing, you know, trust goes deeper than just signing a contract or signing a piece of paper away. Um, yeah, but there you go. I'll leave you with that sentiment and go and watch The Night Professor. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Stephen Speak Extra Speak. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe.